So I want to start this entry with a bit of a disclaimer with, I have a guilty pleasure for musicals. I don't like all musicals. I like certain musicals. I like musicals that actually grab my attention. I like musicals that I can actually get into and sort of enjoy the, the musical and the theatrical part of it because that's what you really have to love to love musicals. I don't love every musical. I actually don't even care to watch every musical. Like, there's a big one with um, Emma Stone. Uh, what was it? came out a couple of years ago. La La Land. I've never seen it. Because once I realized it was a musical, I was kind of like, eh. But then I watched The Greatest Showman, and I love that film so much that I still listen to that entire soundtrack to this day. I love the the soundtrack of uh, The Greatest Showman. So I sort of pick and choose my battles when it comes to musicals. One of them, though, one of my favorite films as a kid, I was really into plays as a kid. 12 Angry Men, Romeo and Juliet, tons of Shakespeare, tons of Shakespeare I was into. So I remember in school getting the the the, the two-part little play, like novella, the little book, which was Romeo and Juliet on one side and West Side Story on the other. So because of that, I had watched the West Side Story movie uh, from the 1960s, and it's just a tremendous film. I love the 1960s West Side Story film so much. There's so much good character arc and such there's such a different way that they did movies in the 50s and the 60s that they just don't do now. And it's just the small little bits of just accentuating what somebody says a certain way or leaving the the camera on a person's facial expression for a scene when a word is said and it's just those those minor things that they don't roll over in this generation maybe it's because of people's attention span i don't know but west side story has a lot of that while also having great choreography great music and being a really good story a very simple story which is why they put it together with you know romeo and juliet because essentially it's the same thing it's just instead of um the montagues and i forget the other family in romeo and juliet off the top of my head now i probably wouldn't even pronounce it correctly if i could remember it but instead of them in romeo and juliet in this one it's the jets and the sharks and it's you know this this group of kids in you know the middle of the city who really hate the immigrants that came over so it was kind of like a something that represented the time as well even though you know some can say that it's still a story that holds up as far as you know standing up for yourself when people are really trying to sort of push you out and single you out in a way and that movie definitely still holds up today like you could show that to people today and it's still a tremendous movie but I don't mind the idea of a remake, and I love the fact that this remake was done, and it was done by Steven Spielberg. I'm not going to say it's better. It's definitely not better than the 60s version, but I do understand that it also did not get received well, maybe because of certain choices that Steven Spielberg decided to take with the the characters or the the arcs or how he decided to do filmography or anything like that. He He took you know, a chance on some things I would definitely agree with as being a person who has watched the original sixties version, I don't know, at least a hundred times to sit and watch this new one and not hate it, but not say that it's better. You know, not, not every remake is going to be better. And I understand that, but you have to at least 
give it a chance. You know, you have to sort of allow there to be something of substance that keeps a person there who might have been a diehard fan in some way, shape, or form. And you also have to appeal to this generation. And I feel like this generation's really tough to get into musicals that aren't Disney orientated. You know, it's really tough for people to appreciate musicals. So I feel like this is sort of like the Burt Wonderstone effect, which like Burt Wonderstone to me is a great film, but it's a film that came out way too late. Like Burt Wonderstone is a film that should have came out at the boom of like the magic hype that everybody was experiencing. I'm talking around the time of when David Blaine was first hitting the scene and Chris Angel was out and it was a couple of years after the the guy with all the who was revealing the masked magician who was revealing all of the secrets like there was a time when magic was big. You released Burt Wonderstone 10 years after the fact and nobody really cared so Burt Wonderstone wasn't successful unless it's with people who find the appreciation for it like I do. And I feel like this is the same case. The only problem is it's not a new movie. It's not a new concept. It's an old story. It's an old play that's already been adapted once, has not been touched for over 50 years, and you decided to go and do it again and sort of modernize it while still basing it in that time frame, and you were hoping it was going to be successful. And it really wasn't. It doesn't even, it didn't even meet its budget, let alone what it was like rated or what it, or what the critical responses for it were. And I know that there are some people out there that really do love it. They really are some mixed feelings about it. It's just, it, 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 the proof is in the pudding that sometimes you don't touch things that don't need to be fixed. And I feel like this is a prime example of that. Let alone that it's kind of this launch pad for um what's this what's this actress's name uh rachel zegler and she's been blowing up since then you know she's a she's a great actress don't get me wrong and she's been blowing up since then she's in uh shazam she's going to be in the new hunger games film uh i believe she did something in television that i can't think of off the top of my head but this is like her first big time movie like it was supposed to be the introduction of her and she plays a great Maria. She's not bad in the movie. That's the thing. None of the people are bad in the movie. Everything is done to a T what it's supposed to be. But that doesn't mean it's going to be better than what it's trying to be better than. It's not a better version of that story. It's just a different version of that story. And I feel like that's something that slips out of these people's minds when you have these 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 writers or these directors. And I know I'm talking about Steven Spielberg, you know, one of the greatest directors of our generation when it comes to looking at his track record. This just isn't it. This is this this is just this is you taking the same idea trying to make it for this generation and not realizing that most people are not going to react to it the way you're thinking of. This isn't there isn't going to be a resurgence of people who love West Side Story. That's probably what they were going for. And I'm not saying it's a bad idea to reboot it. It's just think about it. This is a movie. This is the first time that it's been redone or any other concept for it has been redone. That's like saying it's a good idea to redo Little Shop of Horrors, which, by the way, Little Shop of Horrors is another musical that's tremendous. That's also technically a remake. There's another version of Little Shop of Horrors from the 60s. It was with... um, uh, Jimmy Stewart, I think his name is, uh, comedian from back then, I can't think of off the top of my head, but he's in there. That version I don't think is a musical. 
Then you have the 80s version with Rick Moranis. That's a musical. Now imagine it's fucking 2025 and you decided to make Little Shop of Horrors again. You don't have to be the play. You don't have to be better than the play. You have to be better than Rick Moranis's version. And I don't think anybody's ever going to top that, which is why nobody has touched it. And I don't think he topped the 60s versions with this. The 60s version of West Side Story is tremendous. It's going to withstand time. This just didn't really do it. And there were certain parts that you're hoping that kind of translated. And yeah, there's a few things that were better than the 60s version, but not enough. Not enough for me, at least. As a real fan of the 60s version, there is just so much missing from this that even though I did appreciate this film and I do, you know, I did watch it like in theaters. I went to the theater to watch it. I'm not going to return to it. If I'm going to return to see the West Side Story movie, it's going to be the one from 1960. It's going to be the one, I think it's 1962 or something. It's going to be that version. I'm going to rewatch that version before I rewatch this version. That's me. Maybe most people don't agree with that, but I think that the lack of people really likes talking about it and it being a big deal after the fact, I think shows that they kind of were trying to hit something and they just didn't. So it's just now left in just being another version of the West Side Story. 